This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Garfield Bowen. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today I have with the pleasure of introducing the Good Neighbor, Dr. Palestrant with the Pentacle Wellness Group. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Garfield. How about yourself? I'm doing fan. Yeah, Dr. Palestrant, um, tell us a little bit about this business. What exactly do you do? Uh, Pinnacle Wellness Group is a medication-assisted treatment, uh, medication-assisted therapy for people uh, who have opiate use disorder. Uh, people who are addicted to opiates, narcotics, uh, which is uh, uh, epidemic in our community and epidemic throughout the whole the whole country. Uh, basically, what we do is we uh, we have patients who come here who want to um, get into rehabilitation and get off their either their prescription uh, uh, narcotics or the illicit narcotics that are being used uh, uh, buying it from the street. And what we use is a couple of different types of medications to help them uh, in that recovery process, in addition to offering them uh, counseling and, um, and follow-up. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's very uh, important to um, combine all, all those aspects of it. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, I think, a very important aspect uh, in, our, in our society nowadays with so many overdoses that have occurred throughout the throughout the country. Yes, it is a, a, a major concern. Um, how, how did you get into this business? Uh, that's a good question. I uh, was a practicing emergency department physician here in Port St. Lucie for 10 years. I did emergency medicine for almost 13 years. And then I had um, uh, several urgent care centers here in the community, uh, which I sold back in, oh gosh, 2017. And um, <clears throat> we really did not focus on any addiction medicine. We were pretty occupied with just urgent care. And um, I had a pretty stiff non-compete and uh, couldn't do anything that I had done before for about 40 miles in either direction, north and south. So I started looking at other opportunities and uh, I've always been involved and interested in what's going on in the community and knew that, um, that addiction medicine could be done in a better way with quality um, uh, uh, medical care, uh, which I really didn't see in our community, unfortunately. Um, so in 2019, I opened up Pinnacle Wellness Group and um, we had a little bumps in the road back in 2020 with COVID, but uh, we're growing. We're pretty strong. We have, um, I've got um, three other physicians besides myself and two nurse practitioners who uh, take care of patients. We, um, we have been able to establish a grant for patients who are uninsured and meet the financial criteria, which the grant pays for their, uh, their medications, it pays for their medical visits and it pays for the counseling. Um, we are um, in, heavily involved with the county, involved with the jail, trying to get uh, 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 patients seen in the jail, uh, MAT, MAT, medication-assisted treatment started in, in the uh, incarcerated individuals. Um, there's about 25 or 30% of people who are in jails throughout the country that are addicted to opiates. It's, it's, it's very prevalent in our society. But, you know, we have um, patients within our practice here who are in their 80s who unfortunately got addicted to opiates um, post-surgically. 
And um, the medications that we use primarily are buprenorphine. Uh, we have a, uh, an injectable form of that, which lasts for a whole month. Uh, but usually the uh, patient takes these pills on a, or, or strips on a daily basis. But we've had tremendous amount of success. Uh, people are able to regain their, their lives. They get their jobs. They get their families back. Uh, it reduces the criminality. But the end point is when they're on these medications, it prevents them from overdosing and prevents them from dying from an overdose. That really is the whole key because uh, we're, we're trying to save lives here. And that's how can you put a, a value in anybody's life? You know, it's, uh, it's, it's in, invaluable. Yeah, it sounds like you have a, a really great program here. And um, unfortunately, with a lot of great programs, there are myths and misconceptions. What are some of the myths and misconceptions in the industry? Uh, you know, that's a that's an excellent question, because being a physician for 35 years probably now is, um, you know, we always in the medical community, a lot of the people in the medical community look at uh, drug addiction as a moral or a social failure. Um, in order for a physician up until just recently, in order to prescribe uh, uh, Suboxone or buprenorphine for uh uh, for opiate use disorder, you had to take a uh, qualification course to get your DEA license to be able to prescribe it. And in the course of that, in the in the in the in that course itself, which was about eight hours of training, um, I learned a lot of things. There's uh, brain chemistry abnormalities that occur, depletion of of uh, neuroreceptors within the brain. And they've done PET scans on people who are uh, addicted to opiates and they do have they have neurologic changes. So we have to kind of look at at opiate use disorder uh, addiction, not so much as a moral failure or a social failure, but more of as, as a as a disease process, you know, similar to somebody who's diabetic or somebody has hypertension. And a lot of people in the medical community, unfortunately, look at what we're doing and not just us, but uh, uh, any of the addiction medicine uh, specialists uh, as maybe substituting one drug for another. The way I look at it is, you know, if you're a diabetic and you're overweight, you're not eating right, and we got to put you on some insulin, and I tell you to lose weight and change your diet and get some exercise, and you do all that, and your sugar improves, and it gets better, and your hemoglobin A1C improves, and all these numbers improve, but you still need a little bit of insulin. I'm not going to say, well, you know, we've treated you with insulin for X amount of time. We're going to take you off. So you, so basically you're going to be a diabetic for the rest of your life. Um, it's better controlled now. And that's the thing with patients who are, who are in recovery. Um, they are addicts for the rest of their life and they can slip back into uh, their addiction very quickly. doesn't mean people need to be on medication for their whole life. But I think we need to look at it as a, as, a, as a medical society that the main thing we need to do is prevent the death and destruction that occurs with this opiate epidemic, which unfortunately has been going on for a number of years and doesn't appear to be getting much better. I, I see all my listeners is learning a lot. This is an important topic that we're getting a, a, a good education on, which is uh, really refreshing to really understand this. Um, I interview hundreds of business owners and our listeners like to hear, know about the whole person. Um, so Dr. Palestrin, outside of work, what do you like to do for fun? <laughs> um, 
I'm pretty active. I, uh, I'm a scuba diver, snow skier. Uh, I've done some, uh, some paragliding, uh, hiking in Colorado, horseback riding, whitewater rafting, uh, jumping out of planes, um, once with my daughter. I don't do that on a regular basis, but, uh, I lead a pretty adventurous life. I like to travel. Uh, I work out in the gym, exercise, and and eating health healthy is very very important for me. Uh, I think it's a it's a lifestyle choice. Uh, but I get a lot of satisfaction from building my business. Uh, I, I built my five urgent cares into a business that had a hundred employees. Um, have had it for fourteen years. Had people. We we employed a hundred almost a a hundred individuals. And it just pleased me immensely to look around when we had our Christmas party and see all the people who we were, um, who worked for us. Uh, So when I started Pinnacle, it was not my intention to build it up like I did for the uh, physician's immediate care, but I know we're doing something good for the community. And we have patients, we have people who are employed here. We have patients who've been with us for, for years now. And, um, it's just um, the the success stories are tremendous, and that's really what what the to, to me what the the end point is is um, is if you can save a life, if you can turn people's lives around, if you can let them regain their their role in society, uh, whether they've been in jail or not, or whether they've been addicts in the streets or whatever the case may be, uh, they're still people, and they we need to help them. And if I can help. Uh, turn their lives around. Um, that's better than making money. Making money, you know, obviously you got to make money to have your business. But at the same time, if you can do that and produce something good for the community, I think it's a win-win. Well, let, let, let's change gears a little bit. Um, life often throws us some curveballs. You know, um, let's talk about one hardship or life change that. You can look back and say you're better and stronger uh, for that. Um, what comes to mind? <laughs> I've had a few. I've had a few. Um, when I was an emergency department physician, uh, I took care of my own daughter who was a near drowning. She was 18 months old. She's 25 now, by the way. She came in by ambulance. And I was on duty that day at St. Lucie Medical Center. And thank God she she did fine. <clears throat> we ended up transferring her down to uh, Palm Beach, spent a night in the ICU. Could have lost her. Could have lost her at 18 months. And um, when I got back to work a couple of shifts later, one of the first patients I had to take care of was a, a drowning. It was a, an infant who did not survive. And um, that made a big change in me. And I realized that um, um, I didn't want to really be in that particular front line anymore in the emergency department. I already spent 13 years. My previous uh, life, I was an ER nurse. I was a paramedic in the streets back in Broward, Broward County for four years. So I had had a lot of that background. And I think that's the thing that inspired me to, um, to open up my urgent care center, which, uh, you know, as I said, for 14 years. Uh, another hardship that we had was um, the twin hurricanes here that hit us back in 2004. I uh, had my clinic open uh, maybe about 14 months and it was totally destroyed by those hurricanes. But um, myself and my staff, um, we opened back up. We, we rented a construction trailer. We used that in half of our clinic and um, 
continue to see patients uh, for the next eight months until everything was rebuilt. But, um, you know, adversity builds strength. Uh, you just got to keep moving ahead. You know, just keep, 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 keep focusing on where you want to be. I see you, you had a full life, you know, um, the urgent care, the um, working in the hospital, the, the scuba diving, the jumping out of planes. <laughs> you had a pretty full life. What <laughs> I want to, I want to narrow it down to one. And I know you have so much stuff to accomplish, but I want you to leave our listeners with one thing that you want us to really take away with um, about Pinnacle Wellness Group. Pinnacle Wellness Group uh, is focusing really on trying to save people's lives and turn people's lives around, um, primarily treating uh, opiate use disorder which is unfortunately prevalent throughout our society. We also treat um, alcohol use disorder with some medications, which are pretty success successful. Um, you know, we all unfortunately know somebody or someone who's lost somebody to an overdose. And I think um, what I, what I would like to leave as the legacy of Pinnacle is that we can at some point lessen that impact and not have the amount of overdoses, the amount of deaths that occur, the amount of destruction that occurs in our society, because it becomes a, it becomes a, a, a waves that go out. Um, the, the death of a, of a young individual affects the families, affects everybody around them, friends, uh, um, the, the whole, uh, I guess you could say, drug type of culture with the criminality associated with it and people getting arrested and all these things. It just, uh, if we can, if we can help, I'm not going to say we can put a stop to it, but let's try to stem the tide. That's, that's the main thing. If, if we can save one life, it's worthwhile. Okay. I'm, I'm sure our listeners want more. I mean, I can sit here and listen to you all all day long this is really really some good stuff here um how can our listeners learn more about pinnacle wellness wellness group um we have a website uh www.pinnaclewellnessgroup.com uh, uh our phone number is 772 uh we have an office in port st lucie uh Right off US one, uh, on the um, on the west side, not not too far from St. Lucie Medical Center, um, we have a, a grant uh, for those patients who cannot uh, afford treatment, uh, who qualify, who don't have any type of medical insurance. Um, so if if somebody knows somebody who's who's having a, a problem with opiate use disorder, opiate addiction, or they themselves, give us a call. We'll see what we can do to try to help you. If we we can't help you, we'll try to refer you to people up more, uh, some other appropriate people within the community. Well, Dr. Palestrant, I really appreciate you having you on the show, and wish you and your business the very best moving forward. Thank you, Mr. Bowen. It was been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Port St. Lucie. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpportstlucie.com. That's gnpportstlucie.com. Or call 
772-362-3840. 